Hey, spooky people. Welcome back to Dames of Doom. I am Liz. And I'm Meg. Happy New Year, everyone. You are seeing us, hearing us on January 1st, 2024. Well, you're you're going to be hearing us later, but we're recording this on January 1st, 2024. It is a new year, and you're catching us on a bit of a rough morning in the Liz and Meg household. Just a um, bit. We went out last night because we, we are youngins, yeah. and we wanted to go have fun, mm-hmm. um, and it was fun mm-hmm. when we were there, mm-hmm. but when we got home- It was home, fun until it wasn't. It was fun until it wasn't. It took a a quick turn. Where we went last night, uh, part of our ticket was a bottle of champagne for each person. Each? Each? Yeah, each. (laughs) And my husband doesn't drink. So do the math. That's three bottles for two people, me and Liz. Um, So that was a lot. We did not drink We got our money's worth. Um, We definitely got our money's worth. But at what cost? At what cost? I knew uh, going in that, sh- that like me and bubbly alcohol do not vibe. We are not friends historically. It, we yeah, it's been bad. So I don't know what made me think that I could get away with it. But I don't know. Maybe I, we're just me, old. For me, it was the girl math. The girl math was telling me, even though I spent seventy five dollars for this ticket, that was a free bottle three free bottles of champagne and I needed to drink them. That was what yeah. it was for me. I was like, I got to take advantage of this. Um, exactly. So I'm not I'm not as worse off as Liz this morning, but I'm definitely feeling my stomach is a little... A little bubbly. And um, my brain's a little until bubbly. until 11.15. I haven't slept until 11.15 since I was like 16. So <laughs> you're just... You're catching us on a morning where... We may not have all of our shit together, so just bear with us this episode, please. It's going to be interesting, but where are we spiritually? We are in in Idaho. Podcast-wise, we're in Idaho. Podcast-wise, we are in Idaho potato land. Idaho potato. Man. Um, Good night. (laughs) Um, yeah, so we're in Idaho. Never been to Idaho. Uh, don't know if I ever will go. Um, what about you? I've heard they have have really nice parks, like, um, state parks, national park, whatever. Do they have a national park in Idaho? State parks, maybe. I don't know. Are really beautiful in Idaho. It's a very big state. I have not gone. Mm -hmm. It's a very big state and it's very weirdly shaped. They, yeah. They just, well, you lived in Montana. Yeah. So didn't you share a border with Idaho? Yeah. But I didn't know where it went. No. Because they're very large and that's a long way to drive. So I didn't go. Mm. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have to make a trip out there. I have heard like pretty good things about it. This week, uh, it was a little bit challenging to find like a concrete cult to talk about. Um the one that Liz had originally suggested when we started creating this podcast didn't pan out for me when I started doing research. It was mm-hmm. – um, there just wasn't enough information on it. So I had to do some research of my own. I found my own cult, and it's called Christ Church. Um, hey, Christ Church is a beautiful place in New Zealand, but I'm assuming it's not 
It's not the same. It's not, um, unfortunately. Um, And this is actually a pretty, like, like, I think it's still active. So, um, but as is in the name, it is technically a church, quote unquote. Um, But Mm. there is, as we'll see, a lot of opinions that this could be a cult. So you can make up your own mind as we go through this. All right, Liz? Choose your own adventure. I I am of the belief that it's most likely a cult just based on what I've read, but you can decide for yourself. I love that. All right. I'm excited yeah. to choose. Like a, yeah. Get, everyone has their own opinions here. This is a pro-choice okay podcast in case you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> you are allowed to have your own opinions and that's fine. <laughs> um so anyways, let's talk about a little bit of background with this cult. Mm. So this yes. cult is pastored by a man named Douglas Wilson. Oh, Doug. And Dougie. he has actually been the head of this church for more than 40 years. So this is like his career. Wow. Um, He should probably retire oh. by now, but you know, yeah. whatever. He's um, out here looking like the- a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. So in the 1970s, he actually became the pastor of Christ Church, um, which is part of the Communion of Reformed Evangelical Churches, which I am not familiar with that denomination of churches, but apparently mm-hmm. Douglas helped found that denomination, oh. and it includes more than 100 churches nationally. So he's not just having influence over his specific church in Idaho. But also, like, this whole denomination that was created. Yeah, so this could actually, like, be bigger than even Mm. what we cover in today's episode. Um, But there is estimated to be about 900 to 2,000 members currently of this church. So we're talking pretty big. Damn. It's a pretty big church, yeah. That is quite large. And another interesting thing that I found out about this church is that they have – uh, not just the church, but they have other like kind of offshoots that they've created. So they have a three-year ministerial training program called Greyfriars Hall. So like I think that's where they like you know Greyfriars people Hall, can go to Friars become Hall like pastors. Haunted as fuck, right? It sounds like something from Harry Potter. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So I guess when I think of ministerial training program, I'm thinking like almost like a you know where somebody would want to go to become like a pastor. I think that's yeah. what that would be. Um, they also have like a, a private. A, yeah, exactly. Um, they also have a private accredited college called New St. Andrews College. They have a campus ministry and formerly a publishing operation and magazine. So I guess that's no longer in place. But yeah, so they have. Friend is dead, even for cults. <laughs> Yeah, it's dead, dead, dead. So they gotta they gotta open up, you know, a new college, campus they ministry to get their word out there. Probably. That's kind of freaky. They didn't. So um, meta. Very meta. <laughs> um, so a little bit about some of these other, I guess, entities that they Mm. are affiliated with so new saint andrews college is a classical christian liberal arts college with numerous connections to the christ church ben merkel who is an elder at christ church is the president of the college and some of the studies that are uh, 
available there are languages, history, philosophy, and culture of classical antiquity and Western tradition in the light of scripture. So it definitely sounds like if you're going to go there, it's going to be heavily like Christian and probably Mm -hmm. this specific denomination is going to have a lot of influence. So um, if you're thinking about going to school there, just just think about that. (laughs) <laughs> Think about that before you apply. Um, yep. yep. All right. They also have – Maybe get better at Googling, but that's okay. Yeah. Do your research. Um, <laughs> you know, that's what the internet's for. Uh, yeah. They also have a non-denominational Christian school called the Logo School, which is like uh, – I think it's like K through 12. So they, Logo? they have the like – L-O-G-O? The Logo Logos. Logos. So L-O-G-O-S. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I didn't make up the name. Um, but it's <laughs> a – I think it's a school for like K through 12. So they have their own like uh, – So you can go – K through 12 school. They have the college. Damn. Huh? You can get your entire education through the cult. Yeah, which is probably exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but although – so that logo school is got many connections to the Christ church as well. And it promotes classical Christian education, which no idea what that is, but probably not evolution. Yeah. Jesus wrote a dinosaur to work. Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the beliefs of the Christ church. So let's. I guess, <laughs> so I guess they're kind of, even though they're like non-denominational Christian, whatever, I think their origins are Calvinist, um, which I don't know a lot about Calvinism, but nope. in this specific scenario, I guess they are conservative views. Mm-hmm. Um, their ministers are proponents of post-millennialism, which is basically a belief that Christ's second coming is occurring after the new millennium. So well, could be. Okay, I'm sorry, but that that's weak as hell. You're like, oh, he we believe that he's coming after the millennia because he didn't come before the millennia. Like, I mean, bitch, I agree. I'm, I did agree, they come but- up with this in like 1902 or did they come up with it in 2002 when he hadn't rolled up in the past 2000 years? Don't That's know. lame. That's like me saying, hmm, I have a belief that I will be having ice cream after right now. <laughs> I agree. Like, it's a little weird. That's but... so stupid. That is so stupid. Okay. They even Sorry. made a term up for it. So I guess it's like a thing. <laughs> um, You know, I don't make up the rules. Uh, oh my God. It hasn't happened yet. But... So it's got to happen later. Okay. All right. Anyways, moving on. Um, they have also been described as holding to a form of dominion theology, which is um, they seek to institute a nation governed by Christians based on their educations of biblical law. So I'm thinking like they want to have like their own like community. Knock, knock, knock. Hi, it's religion. It's a uh, separation of church and state. Yeah, Welcome to America. They don't want nice that. to meet you. Knock, knock, knock. I don't think they want that. Um, yeah. They are known for their promotion of, of Christian educational, Christian education and biblical okay. courtship and for opposition courtship? to liberalism. Yeah, courtship. And Um, they're known for their opposition of liberalism and feminism, as they believe those are contrary to the Christian faith. So that just gives you a little taste, Liz. 
I already know that this is, I'm going to want to be in this cult real bad. Oh, yeah. Mm, Yeah. Sounds like the the cult for me. Yummy. (laughs) We would have fun together. (laughs) Yeah, just um, the opposition to liberalism and feminism. I was like, ooh, okay, so we're in for a wild one. So they very clearly follow the teachings of Jesus, who, you know, sorry if this is a bold statement, but mm-hmm. I feel like most people can, like, agree that Jesus was a liberal if we're going to go there, but that's okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um. So, as I mentioned, they want to have kind of like their own, I don't know, state or area or whatever. Like, they want to, like, kind of govern themselves, I think. So that is come up more than once because dating back to even 2019, Douglas Wilson stated that the church aims to make Moscow, which is where the uh, church is located in Moscow, mm-hmm. Idaho. Mm-hmm. Um, they aim to make Moscow a Christian town, quote unquote. And he said he favors theocracy as opposed to civil governments which are in necessary degree satanic, demonic, and influenced by the god of this world who is the devil. Wait. So. Wait. Did he just say that god is the devil? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? No, and influenced by the god of this world who is the devil. So I think he's talking about oh. like our world as so we know it. We liberals are ruled his world. by the devil. Got it. Probably, yeah. And like Lippy his City. world it yeah. His world said, probably democracy, has a different. Never matter. Yeah, hater. <laughs> He's a hater. Who is she? Why don't like? Um, I feel like they just need to move to an island somewhere. Because fam, you don't just really get to set up your own state. It's not really how that works. But well, they're kind of fucked because Idaho's landlocked. So good luck finding an island. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can just have a mass pilgrimage. Um. So yeah, they're they're on a mission to make this little town their Poor Moscow. Their town. I know. It's kind of freaky. I was like, I would not be happy if I was living there and not part of this church and being like, what the fuck are these people doing? Right. You better believe I would like, be running for every political office available. Seriously. Yeah. Um in November twenty twenty one. Yeah. Would they would that. hate that. Um, in November 2021, The Guardian actually did an investigation and they found that church figures have browbeaten elected officials over COVID restrictions, built powerful institutions in parallel to secular government, harassed mm-hmm. perceived opponents, and accumulated land and businesses in pursuit of a long-term goal of transforming America into a nation ruled according to its own ultra-conservative moral precepts. So, whoa. That's a lot. That's Jesus. So they don't fuck with COVID. Shocker. Um, <laughs> they are trying to like yeah. build their own little institutions, you know, their churches and their schools and all that to parallel what's already there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, I guess, harassing when they, it says harass perceived opponents. I'm thinking like opponents like within the community, maybe political yeah. Um, and then also the like, accumulation of yeah, accumulation of land and businesses. So you know they're buying up shit, trying to slowly make it theirs, which That's is like that, honestly um, terrifying. That cult in Oregon, 
the, is it the Rajneeshis? Is that who it is? Where they try to take over the government, like the government of a small town. Oh, oh I don't know. It's interesting. I haven't, like, I haven't researched that one. They did not say Oh, shit. But oh, interesting how often cults try and like take over a local government to give themselves all the little per- perks and things. Yeah. We've seen it before. We've seen mm. it in the past. Um, you know, with our – the Georgia episode, you know, they were running for office and stuff oh, like that, yeah. weren't they? I think so. Yeah. They yeah. were met with opposition. They were not happy. Shocker. Shocker. Um, all right. So a little bit more about their beliefs. So specifically, I'm going to focus on their oppression of women and control of women within the church, because as My we saw in that things. first little statement, they are anti-feminist. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so from <laughs> per a former member, women uh-huh. are treated as property in the church and are expected to be silent, take care of the home and are basically domestic slaves. For the cult. Excellent. They, um, the speaker who said this was actually shunned by their family for being trans, transgender, mm-hmm. and um, which just kind of shows you a little bit more about how they are very strict and ex- like mm-hmm. exclusionary of anybody mm-hmm. that is not traditional, conservative, you know, whatever. Right. Right. Um, Won't fall into line. Right. Women in the church are taught that they have no value or worth outside of a man, uh, which obviously leads to self-hatred and feelings of inadequacy. Codependency, um, yeah. Yep. The church uses the concept of women being a man's rib to oppress and control women. The church teaches husbands that they can have their wives whenever they want, even if it means forcing themselves on them. And women in the church are taught that if it is their duty to prevent their husbands from sinning by allowing themselves to be sexually abused. We love just, you know, good old-fashioned conservative family values. It's just so yeah. wholesome. So excellent. I feel like this is even further. This is, like it said, this is ultra conservative traditional like this is out there um yeah but this is literally reading that and writing that down like made me sick to my stomach yeah that there are women who are made to feel like they are nothing but if not a slave for their own church and their family and their husband if you will yeah yeah literally just like a I don't even know a piece of property, you know, Mm -hmm. and that they don't have any rights or uh, opinions or anything. And even sexually, um, they have no right to anything. It is not even theirs to choose when and how and what that looks like for them. That is one of the most disgusting things I have heard in a long time. Yeah. And just the brainwashing that goes into it where everyone's like, oh, yeah, that is my only purpose and I will never leave and I will raise my children the exact same way because that's all I've been taught, all I've known and just the absolute control over these people's minds. Right. Well, and we saw, you know, they have a K through 12 school. They have a college. So, you know, these 
women and girls that are in this Did church. Do women get to go to college? I don't know, but uh, but they might as well. Like if they did, think about it. A lot of these women and girls are probably going to school K through twelve at the local school. Mm-hmm. Then they go to college if they get to to do that, and it's all underneath this church that's teaching them the same things. And they're right. it, it's all control. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. terrifying. So, just bleh, yucky, yucky, yucky. This man sucks. Um, I hate him already. We're only like what fifteen He's minutes. Going in. my burnt book. What a disgusting yeah. human. So that is a little bit just about like their what they believe believe in, and specifically when it comes to women, what their role is. Um. So let's talk about some controversies. I love it. In, yeah. We always have a controversy with these cults. It's like one of my – it's one of the most interesting parts when we get to the cults. That I'm like, oh, yeah. What controversy <laughs> we're going to have this week? Spill the tea. Um, spill the tea. Um, in 2003, there were 94 e- – oh, God. I'm going to butcher this word. Ecclesiastical? Ecclesiastical? Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Charges – that were brought against Douglas Wilson by his his denomination um, right. for improperly using church funds to pay off students' oh. casino debts. What? Yep. So, or sorry, the charges are for a wide array of things, but they include using church funds to pay off students' casino debts and threatening of others. But the charges were ultimately dropped. What? So they have all of this control over everybody and are preaching this like, live how God intended by gambling, going into gambling debt, but don't worry because the church will pay it off with stolen funds. They always steal money from something. All these bitches, they always steal the money. You know those students were probably like church leaders' sons, you know, and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Like it probably just Absolutely. wasn't your like run of the bill student. It wasn't the scholarship kid. It was the, the guy no, whose dad it was, was the uh, president of the church. It was probably know. his own kid. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> yeah. Um He also uh Douglas Wilson also wrote a book. <laughs> of course so he did. Weird. Of course he did. Hit, the name of the book is Ride Sally Ride. What the? What the fuck? Isn't that a song? Um, but wait, but yeah, yeah, but wait, wait to hear what it's about. It's about a Christian man who runs named his Sally? neighbor's sex bot wife named what? Sally through a trash compactor. <laughs> I thought this was going to be like a like a like a teaching you how to be a Christian book, not a novel. It's a sci-fi I, novel. Is it sci-fi or is it real? A sex, a sex bot, bot named Megan. Sally. Well, we don't know what's out there. For what purpose? Why did he run it through a trash compactor? Because it was like evil. I don't know. That's all I got. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not Megan, reading. That's Ride, all you Sally have. Ride. That's all I got. Mm-mm. Nope. I, we're gonna... I'm not reading Ride, Sally Ride. Well, I don't care. You're going to have to pause for a second because I am looking up this description. 
Ride, ride Sally Ride. Sally Ride. Douglas Book. Wilson. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Hey, it's only $13 at Walmart. Oh, sex, Jesus. It's Ride Sally Ride in parentheses sex rules. Where's the description? Okay. All right, here we go. A futuristic novel on the hypothetical breakup of the United States. It's two decades mm. in the future. When was this written? All right, well, we're almost there. So get ready, friends. Sex robots are soon. Oh. Like literally only a couple years away, apparently. Okay. A Christian college student named Ace Hartwick. Sounds a lot like Ace Hardware, my dude. Has just destroyed his neighbor's <laughs> so-called wife. Actually, a sex bot named Sally in a trash compactor. Soon, Ace will be on trial for murder. Oh. Unfortunately for Ace, everyone despises his kind of radical Christianity. <laughs> Oh, God. And in the fragile America of the future, all the juries are fixed. Probably full of liberals who hate yeah. murder. Yeah. Those A damn liberals, baby. From an award-winning pastor about love, the crack-up of the USA, and refusing to back The crack-up? whole world calls you crazy. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. This guy was on fucking acid when writing this. What the fuck? Oh, my God. In 2013, he won Christianity Today's annual award for best fiction. (laughs) 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 Where are the reviews? Oh, my freaking God. See, I think it's important that we had. I know. But I think it's important that we had that context. I needed it. Yes. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just didn't have time to go into the weeds. And after just reading that small little thing, I had no interest (laughs) in reading more about that. Um, but thank you for that insight, Liz. I just love that, that is... it's about him, like, murdering a robot and then being persecuted for being a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> so for all you uh, <laughs> people out there doing a 2024 book challenge, there you go. Hey-o. There's your first one. Mm-hmm. There's your first one. Add it to the list. I wonder what it's got on Goodreads. <laughs> oh, my. Probably, you know, 10 stars. Five stars just isn't enough. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably all him rating it. <laughs> it's all 900 of his followers have given it a five-star yeah. review. Um, so in addition to that lovely book that he wrote, um, YouTube also recently removed a video of his where he was making a moral argument for fake vaccine passports. So he's like an anti-vaxxer too, I think. Shocker shocker a moral argument um, for faking a vaccine passport you sir yeah your priorities are fucked mm-hmm. so that gives you a little taste about like with like COVID-19 where he probably stands with that right so that actually became a very big topic of debate um I guess with this church or or it really threw him into the limelight when COVID happened and like the whole pandemic happened Mm-hmm. Um, because they, him and his church actively resisted the federal and local restrictions that were meant to halt the spread of COVID-19. Tracks. Um, he actually posted on his blog and on YouTube a call to his followers to, quote, resist openly in concert with any others in your same position. The, uh, the like, laws put in place to help restrict it. So he basically said that uh, this is an example of free people refusing to go along with their own enslavement by 
you know, not following these rules uh, for COVID-19. It's truly my favorite when just like fanatical conservatives compare COVID to enslavement or the Holocaust. Oh, oh wait. Like, oh, wait. Oh, it gets great. better. Oh, great. It gets better. He said, quote, we are not yet in a hot civil war with shooting and all, but we are in a cold war slash civil war with COVID-19. I'm sorry, sir. Did you just compare uh, yourself to what? The Civil War. The, this COVID-19 rules in place to help stop spreading it and stop people from dying is the same as the Civil War. At least that's how I interpreted that statement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good to know that they're this man ready is trash. To... This yeah. man is hot trash. Hot, <laughs> steaming, stinky trash. Stinky trash. Flies everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. Trash left out on the sidewalk in Louisiana in July. Yeah. Um, He also has drawn controversy for co-authoring the book Southern Slavery as it was, which describes slavery in the antebellum South as more benign than usually betrayed. Um, And he denied the accusation that he supports slavery. Wait, he denied that he was supporting slavery. Mm, And he wrote on his blog, quote, I am a defender of the system of Southern slavery as it existed prior to the Civil War. No, I am not. This is a false charge, even though he was literally writing a book, making it out to seem that slavery in the South was not as bad as it really was. Was he pulling a Kanye? Well, they had a choice. They could have left if they wanted to. Oh, my God. This man, it just keeps getting worse. like, Like, sir, you're a pastor. Why are you writing about slavery in the Civil War? With what? Bitch, I don't degree. know. He's got a lot of time on his hands, I guess. Oh, my God. Men love to hear themselves talk. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, We have do. a literal podcast to listen to ourselves talk, but still. <laughs> but still. Um, but we're also not cult leaders that are hot trash, so. <laughs> That's true. There's I'm a not bit writing of a, difference a book there. about why slavery really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, or why we're in a civil war because they're trying to put uh, protections on our, our on our. They're taking away my rights. Lives, yeah. Um, so as you can probably imagine, mm-hmm. uh, in 2020 they did some protests, some anti-masking protests. What? No. Yeah. Shocker. I can't so believe in. It. Yeah, in late September 2020, they organized and promoted two anti-mask protests at Moscow City Hall. The protest considered consisted of members of the church and local community gathering maskless at City Hall and singing psalms and hymns to protest Moscow's COVID? mandatory mask policy, which required people to wear a mask in public places or at large gatherings. Um, there was about Please 150 that was a people that showed up. Please tell me five people were cited. Huh? Please tell me they all got COVID. Uh, I don't have any statistics on that, unfortunately. All right, I'm just going to say. But 150 people showed up. Five people were cited and three people were arrested. Um, Which actually, one of the most notable people that was arrested was the 2020 Lata County Commissioner candidate and Christchurch deacon, Gabriel Wrench. Goddamn Gabriel so throwing a like, wrench and everything. Yeah. So he was actually up for the county commissioner role in 2020. And he's out there being reaching against masks and shit. Well, 
You know what? It is nice that now all the people in Moscow truly have an informed decision. (laughs) They're like, oh, right. I don't want to vote for you. Thank you so much for reminding me. Yeah. Uh, If there was ever a a reason to not vote for this man, here here you go. Um, So they did Mm. another protest. Um, That had about 400 people show up, but no one was arrested. And there was also counter protests protesters at that one so they there was even more people and then um we do know that later on the charges against gabriel wrench were dismissed um he was there how are you gonna say it didn't happen i don't know well in february 2023 actually the u.s district court judge morrison c england jr ruled that, quote, the city indisputably erred in interpreting its own code and that the church members ought never to have been arrested in the first place since the city ordinances explicitly exempted both religious and protest activities. Oh, my God. So basically, they're saying this was a religious protest, so we shouldn't have been – we shouldn't have arrested them. Sounds suspicious to me, honestly. I I don't know about this Judge Morrison C. England Jr. They got it. They have an insider. Probably. Probably. Uh, I mean, the county, the almost county commissioner was there. Churches will pay taxes and not be exempt from protests. Mm. Vote for me. Yeah. There you go. I have a lot of things that I'm running on. Vote for Liz. Every episode, I'm like, vote for me. I'll run on this. So my platform (laughs) list is getting pretty big. It's getting quite large. Yes. I'd still vote for you, though. Thanks. Well, because they're all good things. Yeah. I don't remember what so, they were, um, but like they're all good. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Um, so unfortunately, we do have to talk about how this church handles sexual abuse because unfortunately, <sighs> there is sexual abuse within this church. And yes. are we really that surprised though because of how they treat women? No. No. I'm not surprised no. at all, unfortunately. Um, so – Douglas Wilson publicly asked for leniency in 2005 when Stephen Sittler, a student at this new St. Andrews College, which is their college, was convicted of sex offenses involving children. And following the student's release from prison, Wilson married Sittler to a woman introduced to him by a former church elder. So not only is he asking for leniency for this freaking pedophile but he marries this guy off to a woman within the church. God bless her. Oh, man. Also, I'm sorry if you can hear all that noise. My ice maker is going berserk. Oh, you're good. Um, after the wedding, a judge actually ruled that Sittler must be chaperoned around his infant son after he <gasps> admitted to feeling sexual stimulation resulting from contact with the baby. What the fuck? A baby? Yeah. His this man is a fucking sick pedophile and he has a child. And with a name like Sittler? There? Douglas Wilson. Douglas oh, Wilson is the advice. reason this guy got married and had a kid. <sighs> no, lock him up. Throw away the key. Goodbye. This man sucks. Can, maybe we can like, just like make him live in a retirement community with no, like, no one under the age of 80. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at, at the very least, I guess, thankfully, 
the judge did rule that he has to be chaperoned. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't think this kid should even, or I don't even think this person should have contact with their child. No. But that's me. Um, Once you admit uh, to wanting to, like, if, that you're sexually attracted to your baby, you should probably never be allowed to see that baby or any other baby ever again. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, he did, uh, Douglas Wilson did respond to allegations that he supported Sittler's actions and he wrote, my role was to encourage the father who discovered it to report Stephen to the authorities immediately and in subsequent counseling with Stephen to require him to confess to the crimes he had committed that had gone undetected. I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounds like he ain't really answering the question. Nope. No, you married this guy off subsequently he had a child and now that child is in danger of being abused or has been abused because his father is a pedophile oh my god and you knew what was gonna happen you stupid idiot yeah it doesn't stop there though in 2005 uh gray friars hall which is their you know ministerial whatever haunted harry potter location yes yeah one of the students, Jamin Wright, who was then in his mid twenties, was Jamin J A M I N. I don't know. He'd be Jamin. Jamin. He'd be Jamin. <laughs> um, was put on trial following allegations of a sexual relationship with fourteen-year-old Natalie Greenfield. Um, Douglas reportedly asked investigators for leniency and testified to the judge in the case that the relationship between Wright and the accuser was a secret parent-arranged courtship. So he's saying this was, like, arranged by the parents for them to be courting each other. When he's in his mid-20s and she's 14. Please date my my middle schooler. This man is fucked up. Oh, God. But, like, honestly, you know that this is fucked up when I'm like, maybe it was. The way that they treat women. Well, do they really care about a fourteen-year-old girl? The parents, right? It's just property. It it could be, but that still doesn't mean that it should no, be okay. Correct. Like, Absolutely, it doesn't I'm matter if the parents said it's okay. Up. It's a fourteen-year-old and a mid-twenty-something-year-old. I'm Absolutely. sorry, but I think by like laws that that's not allowed. Like I, I no, don't know. Yes, that's correct. Maybe in Idaho it's different. No, but I'm thinking. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't know what the age of consent is there or whatever it is. But even if parents are involved, that's fucking sick. I think in some states, there's like, um, you can get, if it's like parents have to like sign a form or something, you can get married when you're like 13 or 14 or something. I don't know if Idaho is one of those. Jesus Christ. Maybe. Oh my God. Either Um, way, he is fucked. And I don't know if the parents are fucked, but potentially. Yeah. But now that's two instances of this pastor asking for leniency and like going to a court of law and basically saying, protect the offenders. You know, oh, this is why this guy should be fine. Like, he, you shouldn't prosecute him. Olivia Something Benson sick. would take his ass down. Yeah. I wish she lived in Moscow, Idaho, and then she could protect everyone from this shit. She could have a special episode where she like travels. Yeah. Um, however, Wright uh, what was found guilty of injury to a child. So the guy did end up getting good um, some charges against him. Um, he was again arrested in 2013. So that original thing was in 2005. He was arrested again in 2013 and convicted of domestic battery. 
Um, Excellent. He loves uh, women, clearly. So Natalie Greenfield was the victim in that case in 2005, and she actually subsequently accused Wilson, Douglas Wilson, of having sided with Wright, her you know abuser, but later mm-hmm. publicly apologized, writing, quote, I want to state publicly that I have sought the forgiveness of Douglas Wilson and that he has extended it to me. As far as the two of us are concerned, the public controversy between us is now over. I saw his forgiveness for treating him and his church community as an enemy and for blaming him for things he has nothing to do with. But he literally stood up for her freaking abuser. So yeah. I'm thinking, I'm sorry, I think there's something sketchy about this. Oh, I think 100%. Douglas Wilson had some sort of way Leverage. of getting her, yeah, getting her to write this so that he would seem like he wasn't the bad guy. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. just it, it's very because like she initially was accusing him, but then suddenly it's like, oh no, we figured it out. He apologized. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Or no, she apologized to him. Why is she apologizing to him? Because how, he would never apologize. He never does anything wrong. She's very clearly in the wrong here. She should be apologizing. How dare she? Mm. Oh, unfortunately, Liz, we have quite a bit more to go through. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Okay. Um, in September 2021, Vice Media actually published an article that documented allegations of sexual assault from a dozen victims. <gasps> um, they interviewed several former members of the church, and those uh, people claimed that women are just told they must defer to their church leaders and say and cannot say no to their husbands. Men are taught to strictly control their homes, and those who speak out can be isolated and harassed, which Lovely. maybe is what happened to Greenfield. Maybe she got mm-hmm. harassed after, like, going out there and publicly going against him. Right. Ostracized um, from your community. Yeah. Yeah. One former church member and a student at the Christ Church-affiliated New St. Andrews College told Vice News that she felt compelled by the church to marry her boyfriend from New St. Andrews, despite the constant rape and abuse claims she oh, suffered. Shit. Her wedding was officiated by the church church's pastor, Douglas Wilson. The woman said that other wives in the church reported that marital rape was common and that she went to church leaders to protest, and they told her that a wife is not allowed to say no. She reported that when she eventually divorced her husband and left the church, her car was repeatedly vandalized and she received online abuse from church members. Oh, my God. Later on, Douglas Wilson responded to that article saying it was slanderous and inaccurate. Okay, sir. Go write another book about it. All right. That's all you have. That's all you have to come up with. That's all you got. You're a You're a liar. Because I said um, I'm so. sorry, but we have multiple accounts now of women saying the same things. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, but I don't think this is slander. The math ain't mathin', sir. The math ain't mathin'. But yeah, um, this is just really fucking disgusting to me. Um, yes. That... <sighs> that even when... You know, people do get out. 
right? They finally find a way out, they get divorced, or they get out from under their abusers or whatever. Mm-hmm. The church people never are really still out. fucking going after them. Mm-hmm. Living in like, kindness That's why and people love. don't leave. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why people are not leaving. Right. And it's just sick how much control this fucking Douglas Wilson dude has. Props that to he can for getting like, out and oh, speaking yeah. up. Snaps for them. Yeah. Props to You're them. You're out there. DM me. Um, I'll buy you a drink. Yeah. Yeah. For real. I, I just – it makes me sick that like this one guy has control over so many people that not only can he like perpetuate this abuse, but he can also basically continue to abuse people after they've already left the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a big old reach. Um, there are also reports from within the Logos school, which is their K through 12 school mm-hmm. of really horrible things. Um, Camila Niska, who is now 25, actually attended Christ Church and the Logos school through 11th grade. She describes being spanked with a wooden paddle in sixth grade, once by a female administrator and once by a male principal. Um, Vice News actually got a copy of the 2012 to 2013 Logos Parent Student Handbook, and the discipline policy does say the principal may require restitution, janitorial work, dot, 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 spanking, or any other measures consistent with biblical guidelines, which may be appropriate. Beat your kids, They're literally out here beating children in school. Oh, you didn't do your math homework? fuck? Looks like I got to lock you in a broom closet for six hours. God. So that was one of her, Camilla's, like, uh, reports that happened to her. Um, But unfortunately, she also has, like, weird instances, like, in the 10th grade when she was actually kind of covertly seeing a boy at the school. Mm -hmm. Nancy Wilson, who I'm wondering, I don't know the exact relation, but... Nancy Wilson and Douglas Wilson, maybe they're married uh, or related somehow. I don't know. Either way, it sounds like Nancy Wilson's maybe an administrator or a teacher or something at the school. Um, So when Camilla was seeing this boy, Nancy Wilson started pulling her into classrooms to talk and asking if she'd done anything physical with the boy. And were they in a relationship? And was she keeping it pure? How so? How healthy for what that? What the fuck? Mental. Mm. Yeah. Um. And only after. Her. Yeah, definitely not. Um. At school, nonetheless, this is happening at school. Could you imagine if a teacher was like, "Girl, you fucking." Yeah. Keep it. You keeping it uh, pure? No. You keeping it pure for Jesus? Jesus Christ! No. <laughs> Um, after she left the church, she actually heard about Nancy and Douglas asking multiple students about their sexual activity. So and he, quote, he just wants to sit there and listen to everything that transpired between these two teen lovers, like all the graphic detail. Ew. What an ew, uh, you gross man. I feel gross when I'm watching a TV show of like high schoolers and, you know, they're like raunchy little high school shows i'm like ooh, i think i i feel like this is illegal i shouldn't be allowed to watch this on like the cw yeah and this like yeah pastor is out here like 
tell me everything, girl. Like, don't spare a single detail. I know you're only like 14, but give it to me straight. How big was it? At school. What did he do? Right. At did he school. do that thing? Barf. So maybe, I mean, I don't know. This just kind of makes me think, okay, maybe this guy is a pedophile. And maybe that's the reason why he's stuck up for those people in court. A deviant for sure. 100%. Um, The church also has what they call counseling sessions, which they'll hold with school children, church members, and married couples. And this is reported as one of the main mechanisms through which Christ Church pastors actually kind of perpetuate this culture of male domination. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to point out that although Douglas Wilson holds these pastoral and counseling roles, he doesn't actually have any formal, formal theological training. He did not graduate from seminary and he is not a licensed counselor. So why the fuck does this man be in a head pastor role and head counseling role. This is like in the Barbie movie where Ken's walking around and he's like, hello, I would like a job. They're like, well, where'd you go to school? He's like, I'm a man. I'm a man. Give me it. Right. <laughs> Let me work here, my exactly. man. Exactly. <laughs> I would like to be a doctor. Give I don't, me a coat. I don't, need, I don't have any qualifications, yeah. but I can do what I want. That is this man. That's what this mm-hmm. man wants. He wants mm-hmm. – and like he's trying to turn the entire town into his little – area with this can you imagine this little utopia of fucked upness (sighs) yeah so during these like counseling sessions um there actually was a, a specific scenario where one of the ministry counselors mike lawyer actually informed one woman after hundreds of hours of counseling that she was being suspended quote, from the table of the Lord until she confessed and repented after leaving it up to her husband to clean and prep food, putting her kids in daycare, and, quote, ignoring the God-given roles, including submission. So she that doesn't confided sound like the in table this I want to be at anyways, so. No, that sounds like a fucked up table. Mm-hmm. Food probably sucks. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so after, you know, confiding in a counselor that you're supposed to be able to trust and be open with, because you're not submitting to your husband and doing all your, quote, God-given womanly roles, you're basically, what it sounds like, not welcome at the church anymore. Oh, man. The fuck? Darn. I know, but I mean, and I'm like, okay, so hopefully, like, she got to leave after that and did okay but like your entire world is the church and you right. get that note. you get kicked out because you put your kid in daycare and you're like hey honey could you put the kids yeah. to bed tonight for one time ever can you cut and prep some food right could you chop those carrots for me ah shit guess i'm going to hell now god <sighs> Um, a number of additional allegations uh, from anonymous sources have been documented on Christian blogs and YouTube channels. So this isn't even just like everything. I mean, there's more than this. So there's stuff going on at the Logos school. There's stuff going on at the college. There's stuff going on in the church. Like, 
This is Sounds fucking excellent. Fucking horrible. Holy shit. What um a good place. I really hope that they take over the country and the whole world becomes like them. They sound like fun. Just incel. If you're out there and you're listening to that, let's let's just make sure it's clear Liz is being sarcastic. And this is disgusting and vile. Right. If you didn't gather that, take some time <laughs> to reflect. Go touch some grass. <laughs> I just want to be painfully clear. <laughs> um, me saying an incel's paradise isn't what I hope for. But yes, I yeah. appreciate the clarification. <laughs> uh, and kind of last but not least, I'm, I'm wrapping it up here, I promise. Um, according to Vice Media... There is a regular section printed in the church bulletin that lists the names of those denounced by the church. Some <gasps> people whose names have like appeared on the list have allegedly book. faced yeah, they've faced harassment from church members as well as boycotts of their businesses. What the so they, he got these people out here being like you can't shop there because it's owned by blah 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 and they're denounced. And like, they are kicked off imagine, the table like, of the Lord. Yeah. The fuck? I have never heard of something like that where like See, in a printed bulletin handed out at church. Can you imagine like when we grew up and going to church if that was like a thing? Girl, I'm not even going to lie. I would love it. The What's tea the fuck? steaming. But also I feel like yeah, that would just be they- a list of everywhere I want to go. I'm like, oh, you tell me I can't go to this coffee shop? Cool. I'm going there every fucking day. Yeah, I'm going to give them all my money. Mm-hmm. I will single-handedly keep well, them from shutting down. So again, just like how this guy is like controlling people, even when they're not even in the church anymore. Um, what a nasty. So bit. unfortunately, uh, to wrap it up, this church is still active and functioning today, um, but I'm not really quite sure like how what their exact size is or how much power they have. Um, but interestingly, Douglas Wilson, the leader actually has a talk show on Amazon Prime called Man Rampant. As if I didn't need any any other reason to cancel my Amazon Prime. Why the fuck are they giving him a platform? Jeff Bezos, you turd. Uh, And here's a little, just to end this episode, here's a little bit about what Man Rampant is about, just in case you were curious. Sounds like. Man Rampant promotes an extremely muscular Christianity. Forget Jesus as well-meaning, meek, and mild. The first episode condemned the, quote, sin of empathy. (gasps) Empathy, says Wilson, is not a good thing. If you're empathetic, you're gay, is basically what he's saying. Jesus wool. Also, Jesus isn't well-meaning, meek, and mild. I'm sorry, but that's uh, that's not what I've been taught. I was like, the whole shit. What? What Bible are you reading? You read everything I've ever heard. (laughs) Um, yeah, the Bible of uh male control and dominance. God damn. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got this week. It always makes me mad when the cult leaders don't end up dead or in prison. So, gotta say, yeah. This guy's still out there. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm fucking I'm not pissed. Satisfied. Like this genuinely makes me terrified for like our future. 
that this these kinds of people and groups and everything are out there and living their lives perpetuating the shit every day. Yeah, like that people actually, can turn on they, their TV and watch that and be like, show. "You're right." Finally, someone said it. God hates empathy, you know and Jesus was fucking ripped. I'm trying to look up man rampant. Incredible. Um. Well, I just looked it up, and it is a show, I guess, on Amazon Prime. But like, you have to purchase it. So. Oh, cool! So he gets I even guess, more money. Great, but at least it's not. Yeah. As accessible. At least it's behind a paywall, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing in this instance. I don't know. Yeah, it literally sit, says, sit in on uncompromising conversations about Christianity, leadership, and masculinity with host Douglas Wilson and his guests. These topics are sure to get you into trouble, and they might even change your life. Sacred cows beware. What the fuck does that mean? Sacred. So they Sacred hate Hinduism. Sacred cows beware. They're anti-Hindu and they're like, I don't know. Fuck your veganism. Does, is that what that means? I don't know. Sacred cow, that's Hindu, right? I don't fucking know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it, it's India. Maybe that's like a, maybe that's like a, um, I don't know. Maybe like that's like only certain people. Yeah. Like maybe only certain people know what that well, means. Real like the let's go Brandon thing. Seven pounds of you know? raw meat a day. Maybe they just like are single handedly. No, but maybe it's like, you know, why they created Let's Go Brandon, you know, because they were trying to be discreet, you know? So maybe CB. C. Cookie. Bake. I don't know. Okay. Wow. How fun. How excellent. So what do you think? Is this a church or is this a cult? Hmm. Really fine line um, between the two. Sorry. Haters gonna hate, but I'm gonna go with a cult, considering the ramifications and backlash of speaking out against him or leaving, and the absolute control over your life. So yeah, I'm gonna go with cult. Retweet. I'm right there with you. I was disgusted by this episode. I I just mm. makes me pretty fucking horrible, and I just want everyone to know out there if you were a previous member of this church or i don't know have any kind of ties to the church and you're now out like i'm proud of you mm-hmm. and good for you for getting out Why and being you? strong and especially for the people that spoke out against these people hell yeah um you are so strong on instagram and we'll buy, we'll buy you a coffee from the coffee shop like, that's you're not allowed to go to <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's just thank God for people like that who are actually speaking up because then mm-hmm. at least now, hopefully, maybe somebody that's interested in joining that church or maybe somebody that's in it will come across, you know, this kind of information or, you know, maybe even hear our podcast and then maybe they'll think twice and then they'll be saved from having to endure these horrible things. I don't know. That's all I can hope. I know that's lofty, but. That's all we can hope for, I guess. Mm. Gross. All right. Well, thanks for that. Gonna have nightmares. Um, no, sorry, but it's fine. Starting your January first off. I know, right? Hoof. Right? Manifesting this not spreading in twenty twenty four. I know. Thank God. Please no. Um. But are you all ready? Right, to hear what do we got? Cult. Cryptid. 
Oh, yeah, oh, I meant cryptid. cryptid. What do we have? What do we have cryptid wise, Liz, for Idaho? This? <laughs> Idaho? I barely even know her. Idaho. Um, so, this is one of the weirdest cryptids I've ever heard of. And mm. there's really just one sighting of it. But oh, okay. It was just too bizarre to not cover this one. So, are you ready? I'm intrigued. This one Let's is go. called the Swan Valley Monster. Ooh. Yeah. Any ideas? Anything? Swan Valley. Before we jump right into it, any ideas, thoughts? I mean, all I have is a name. I know. So I don't know. I don't even know what the Swan Valley is. Nope. So I don't got anything yet. Okay, cool. So the Swan Valley Monster made its appearance. So it's only been seen the one time. On August oh. 22nd, 1868. In Swan oh. Valley, Idaho. So it's been a while. 1868. So it, it could be extinct. Well, that's well, – I don't know. We'll get there. Um, so its oh, presence okay. was witnessed and by an unnamed old-timer crossing the river at Old's Ferry. So he was just living his life crossing the river and he saw this monster. Mm. So what does this monster look like, you ask? Are you ready? This is going to require a Probably lot not of a swan. Um, creative imagery in your brain. <laughs> I'll post pictures of it, obviously, I'm- but it's very <laughs> – okay, here we go. The first thing he saw of the monster was an elephant's trunk rising from below the surface and spouting water. The fuck? What is an elephant something? This was followed – I guess. – by a snake-like head the size of a wash tub. With a single horn that kept moving up and down and long black whiskers on both sides of the face. The fuck? A <laughs> snake head with whiskers? And an elephant trunk and a horn that moves. Okay. It had. Okay, so this is like a rhino, long- elephant, snake, and cat. Kind of. All in one. But here we go. <laughs> it had 10 inch long fangs. And a red forked tongue that spewed green poison. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What the so fuck? A, so it had a trunk, but also a mouth. I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess this is up to your your what you want to interpret it as. If the end of the trunk had fangs or if the it mouth. was a trunk and a mouth. I don't know. Yeah. Couldn't huh. tell you. So it hauled its massive body onto the shore, and the old dude, he said, it must have been 20 feet long. Jesus Christ. Stanked to high heaven. So not only was it giant, (laughs) but it was stanky. Stanky and giant. Mm -hmm. Horrible. Horrible. Uh Uh This is like skunk ape. Yeah, we got a lot of stinky cryptids. Giving skunk ape vibes. Clearly, um, hygiene isn't important to cryptids that we've covered so far, but that's all right. Maybe that's Um, something we manifest in 2024 is good smelling cryptids. Ooh. Well, we did have that one that smelled – wasn't there one cryptid that smelled of like – Yes, but I don't remember which one it was. um, flowers or something. Yeah, it smelled nice. Yeah. Anyways, a pair of wing-like fins or fin-like wings, I don't know. Both of them are in there. <gasps> Depends on what you want to believe. Came out of the sides of its neck. So its forward Ooh. half was like a snake, the thickness of a calf, 
like a moo calf, not like a leg calf, mm. in case you were wondering. Um, greenish yellow with red and black spots. And then it – so so it had the snake head and neck. And then it turned into a fish section with hand-sized rainbow scales shining in the sun. So it's rainbow fish over here. Oh, rainbow fish. No, I think that's what the – this is actually what rainbow fish was based on. Little known fact. Oh, he Um, mutated. He's like a a Pikachu or a Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah. This is his final form. He's he's evolving. Evolutionized. (laughs) Oh, evolving. Evolving. Evolution. Evolutionized. He's evolutionized. Rainbow fish is evolving. There you go. Honestly, there you go. Here's that's my favorite theory of what this thing is. Okay, I I like that theory. I'm I'm with it. So the fish-like section with rainbow scales, and then finally the tail was a drab, scaly gray, like a crocodile, crocodile or lizard tail. So it's a snake, Ooh. and then a fish, and then a crocodile tail. I don't know. Shiny black barb spikes. I told you that's why I did this one because it's just literally half this episode is going to be you describing this. Yes, yes, that's really all I care about with this cryptid is what it looks like. Okay, also I want to know what this old timer was on and if he has any to share because he's having a grand old time. Um, finally, it had no wait. So it had shiny black barb spikes like those of a porcupine lined its back from head to tail. Oh and it had God. 12 stubby legs. The first it's a pair. Centipede. Yeah. But <laughs> the first pair under the fence had hooves, followed by two pairs of legs with razor sharp claws, then a pair of hoofed feet, then a pair of clawed feet, and then a pair of hoofed feet. <laughs> what does this animal sound like walking? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Who came know. up with this shit? Who, I don't know. Who saw this? Who whose man is this? Who whose man saw this? Because I'm man. I, I got what did your man's because what the fuck are they on? Had what schizophrenia been fuck? diagnosed yet? Was that like a condition in the eighteen hundreds? Do people know what that was then? Because I don't know. This, I mean, guy this man's was got it. Definitely on shrooms. <laughs> but what I want to know is yep. if he was on shrooms and this animal is not real. What did he see? What did he thinking see? Thinking it right? was this, you know? He saw like a like, did he a turtle. Did he see a crocodile in Idaho? God damn, I hope not. I don't know. I don't know what kind of animals they got in Idaho. What this a monster? Okay, so of course, yeah, the, dude's the rainbow first fish. reaction was to shoot it in the eye. Right, because so he fired the 1800s. a hundreds into its eye. Which honestly, if I saw that thing coming towards me and I had a gun. I probably would do the I same thing. I probably would do the same thing. Rainbow but, fish dying today. <laughs> but the monster did not like this. No, 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 no. It of course not. It reared up hissing and bellowing and it spurted poison all over its surroundings. It was like, oh, God. Because it like shoots poison out of its tail, its tongue, right? Um, oh, Jesus. But since the stupid monster reared up, it left its belly exposed so the old dude shot, shot him again. Mm-hmm, shot him in the belly, and it convulsed and then stopped moving. <gasps> but he didn't get poison on him. 
everything its poison touched withered and died. So this is saying whether trees or grass or other living beings. So I'm imagining like just some little birds living their life in the trees got murdered. Like the little bunnies murdered, bugs murdered, trees murdered because this dude had to shoot the beast in the lake. Anyways, so the monster was obviously too big to be carried off by one guy. So this old man returned to town to fetch a wagon and six strapping young lads to help him. He said, boys – but let me guess. Help. Let me guess. By the time we got back, it was gone. <gasps> well, so we also got a tarp to oh, protect damn. them from the poison. Um, they could smell the stanky creature a hundred yards away, and one of the men had to stay with the horses to keep them from bolting. Even the horses were like, nah. And another one got sick well, yeah. and refused to come any closer. So we're down to me. four strapping young lads and an old dude. But when they reached the <laughs> bank where the monster had fallen, there was nothing but withered vegetation and a trail leading to the water. So I was right. Mm-hmm. I was right. So he we're, we assume away. that the monster crawled back dead. into the river to die or not die. I think he was playing dead. I don't think one shot to the tummy would hurt him that much. I know. I, yeah. So I'm going to go with he's still alive, but no one else has ever seen this thing. It's just this one old man. But maybe it just knows oh to like, God. if you come out of the water, you'll get shot in the eye. So it just doesn't do that anymore. But we have a quote from the old timer. Oh, he said, okay. Give it to me, old timer. <clears throat> I've hunted and trapped and fished all over the state for nigh on to 75 year, but I ain't never seen nothing to compare with that specimen. 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 Wow. <laughs> seen nothing to nice. compare with that specimen. Wow. So I love your rendition of this old man, this old old timer. Well, that's how it was spelled. Specimen. No, no, no. But I, you did the accent too. Oh, you thanks. Re- you know, I've you hunted and really trapped and fished it. all over the state for now on to a seventy-five year, but I ain't never seen nothing to compare with that specimen. <laughs> and that's it. The sharp teeth. Right, specimen. So no one else has ever seen it. Um, so definitely wishes an old man high on shrooms, but I love it so much. I love it so much that he was like, it this had so unhinged. And then it, it, yeah. and then it was a snake. Oh, did I tell yeah. you it had 12, 24 feet, but they weren't all the same feet, but they were all different. They were all different. <laughs> did I tell you about the poison? It had a long tongue with poison and the fangs. <laughs> did I tell you about the fangs? Oh, and it also had spikes. I forgot to mention the spikes. <laughs> like, he was just it's like so crazy. After he saw it drinking, and he's like, "Oh, and then, yeah, then it it also had a horn, and the horn was moving for real." Also, prop, <laughs> also props to this man if what of what he saw, whatever he did see, because it sounds like this like interaction was, like was very fast. Like it wasn't like yes, you know, fifteen minutes long. Like he it was probably really fast, memory. right? He has a great memory. I can't even remember what I ate for lunch yesterday. That's correct. And this guy is like, he's got this body part and this body part and this body part and he does this and he only has whiskers and blah, blah, blah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck. I know. I would be a terrible huh. eyewitness in court. He'd be like, what does a man look like? I was like, uh, he had hair. I don't know what color it was. And this man's like, I <laughs> got it all. Don't even worry about it. I saw don't it for worry. I got three it. seconds, but I got it. Maybe the original author of Rainbow Fish read about this cryptid and was like, I'm going to write a book about Rainbow Fish. I hope so. I truly hope that's where the inspiration came from because 
that would just be this is wild and so this is rainbow fish i love you don't need to give people anything keep your own specialness i love this so much this is like the most unhinged cryptid we've ever talked about (laughs) exactly so i know that there's not like a ton of information about it but it just no but i love it (laughs) literally your entire segment was just describing the animal (laughs) describe that animal oh my god yeah well That's it. Um, Make sure, if you are listening, follow us on our new Instagram account. It is the one. So if you type up Names of of Doom, there's going to be two. But only one of them has more posts than the other one. (laughs) So just find it. And follow us. We would love to see you. Follow us if you want to see pictures of the evolved rainbow fish. Oh my god, if nothing else, yeah, you need to follow us just so that you can see what this thing looks like because shit's wild. And the drawings of, of it are Douglas, excellent. And of Douglas Wilson so you can <sighs> stay away from that man's because he sucks. I'm sad that I have to like look at his face and make a collage of him. I know. I'm sorry. Don't don't do too many, just do one. He doesn't deserve more than that. No. I'll do one and then some like buildings. <laughs> Sounds good. What a that gross sounds man. good. Don't watch his Amazon thing. Don't, don't. Yeah, don't, don't pay do that it. man for anything unless it's for research purposes. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't even gonna. There's so much other information out there. I don't even think you need to do it. But you know, if you're into that, then maybe you're listening to the wrong podcast. That's all I'm gonna say. Fair enough. <laughs> so if you learned anything from today's episode, don't watch his Amazon Prime special. And if you see a giant beast. Don't shoot it unless you know 100% that you're going to kill it. (laughs) Because otherwise it's going to spew some poison and people are going to think you're crazy for the rest of forever. Yep. Retweet. And and that's been Life Lessons with Liz and Meg. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy New Year. See you next week. Bye.